Under the Texas Sky is brought to you in part by Toyota, a proud supporter of Texas parks and wildlife programs. Toyota, let's go places. Every fall season, as the days get shorter, a wonderful and warm display of red, amber, and orange colors illuminate the leaves of trees throughout the Lone Star State. On the Wander List, Texas Parks and Wildlife Magazine editor Louis Bond and I discuss the beauty of fall colors in our state parks. We'll share what colors you can expect to see with the different tree species and parks all across our state. We'll also reveal some of our listeners' favorite places to see fall color as shared through our Instagram account. Stay with us. From Texas Parks and Wildlife, this is Under the Texas Skies Wanderlist. I'm Randall Maxwell, and joining me by phone from her farm near Wimberley, Texas, is Texas Parks and Wildlife Magazine editor, Louie Bond. Hi, Louie. How's it going? Hi. It's going great. I'm looking out the window at all the fall color and all the, the trees changing. I just love fall so much. Well, that's what our Wanderlist is about, the fall colors. What are some of your thoughts on the fall colors, and how do you feel about when things start changing, the temperature starts getting a little bit cooler? (laughs) Well, you know, for me, Christmas isn't the most wonderful time of the year. It's fall and Thanksgiving. I don't know, just that first crisp air and a fire in the wood stove and watching the the leaves change. Of course, I'm, I'm watching it from my window this time because I went on that hiking with dogs we recommended, and you know how that went. So I have the broken ankle, but I'm looking out the window and seeing the, the beautiful changes in the weather. And, and uh, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, we don't have fall color in Texas, that, you know, only in the Northeast and places like that do they have, you know, truly great changes of season. And, and you know, while it's true, we may not have what everybody else has. We certainly have our own fall here. I'd like to share a little passage with you, Randall, that Melissa Gaskell wrote um, when we did an article about fall color. We write about it every fall in the magazine, of course. Um, But here's what she wrote about Tyler State Park to to do her attempt to debunk that myth about Texas fall color. Yeah, I would love to hear it. Thanks. Here it goes. Leaves decorate the sandy trail like seashells on a beach in shades of yellow and red and shapes resembling stars and spear points, paw prints and candle flames, ranging in size from as small as my little finger to as big as my face. I'm walking the Lakeshore Trail at Tyler State Park, discovering the magic of fall here where East Texas piney woods meets post-oak savanna. I just love that. You know, she just uses really simple language, but it really conveys the wonder of autumn for us here in Texas. So I know there's a cycle of life with the with the leaves on the trees, but how do they end up changing all these different tones of colors? You know, it's so interesting, Randall, and I don't know how I missed it in biology class. I was probably, you know, looking out the window. But, <laughs> <laughs> but in reality, you know, when you go for a walk, these questions pop up into your mind and you realize, I don't really know why this happens. So there's this magical substance called chlorophyll. And in a leaf, there's always all these colors. But in the summer and in the spring, chlorophyll, is got, it's got to make food. It's going to make sugar. So you got to love chlorophyll. It's a sugar maker. <laughs> and it just gets so busy that that green just overpowers everything. 
and that's great for the tree because it's growing, it's producing leaves and fruit and whatever it's doing. But then as the days grow shorter and the, the temperatures get a bit colder in the fall, the trees have this signal that it's time to prepare for winter. And so they stop producing magical chlorophyll. And as it kind of fades, we begin to see those other pigments that are already there, that orange carotene, the yellow xanthophyll, and the red anthocyanin. And some of the leaves just turn brown, and evergreens, of course, they just stay green all the time. But the leaves that do turn, the timing just depends on the first cold snap, and the intensity of color comes from, you know, how much rain and, and what the temperatures have been when the freezes are. It's, it's that whole magical mix of are we going to have a great fall color or is it just going to kind of limp into brown? Well, you know, uh, some of our listeners that are on Instagram that follow our account there, uh, they definitely had some really interesting comments. So Nana Bread says she loves the Hill Country, Lost Maples, Garner, and those are uh, some of the most popular answers for sure. Mel Kinka agreed, and she said, please send rain. So, you know, we do hope for, for more rain for sure. We've been dry for a few weeks. Uh, lots of people mention West Texas, like Melm Cree, who loves the leaves in the Chisos Mountains. Uh, Justinian B412 likes West Texas, too. And they recommend the Cottonwoods near Davis Mountain State Park. Yeah, we posed this question last week, just asking them for their favorite spots. And, and we got things like Buffy Orpington, who must be a chicken lover, I guess, uh, <laughs> says that Lockhart State Park was surprisingly autumnal last weekend. So, you know, you can really think about some places beyond the usual hill country spots that are so popular. i got to mention a few more here. Uh, Jay Brash 6886 likes to see the leaves while driving along East Texas roads. Uh, Stephanie Seven recommends Huntsville State Park. Uh, the lake with the trees there makes it so vibrant, she says. If you live in a lovely place with great trees like Cam Leah Long, your answer is, at my table with my coffee in hand. So <laughs> they must be looking out the window. Yeah, lucky them. <laughs> uh, Jedediah the Great, uh, because he likes to watch them floating down the Guadalupe River near Comfort and Bernie. That's a beautiful area. Yeah, there's kind of a theme here of seeing them near the water. You know, there's always that reflection and the leaves floating on the water. That's so beautiful. Yeah, it really is. And then Kelly uh, MC225 said, Anywhere, just being outdoors in the crisp air and not heat and humidity is just the best. Well, we couldn't agree more with Kelly. When you think about the types of trees, you know, there's a lot of different trees in Texas, right, Louie? I mean, there's big tooth maples and there's... Texas red oak. What are what are some of the trees you can tell us about? Well, you know, I think those big tooth maples at Lost Maples are certainly the most famous trees in Texas to go see in the fall. But really, there are quite a few others that put on quite a display themselves. I know every Thanksgiving time, I love to drive around the Blanco River and around the hill country and look at the cypress trees along the river. They turn a gorgeous color. Those bald cypress trees, they turn kind of a coppery red. You can see them at places like McKinney Falls in, near Austin and the Frio River, Garner State Park, and the hiking and biking trails of Lake Bob Sandlin. Um, and they really put on a, a beautiful show. There's the Texas Red Oaks that you mentioned. They're a deep, dark red. The Big Tooth Maples are also, you know, they also put out that red. And Sweet Gums that are bright orange and, and yellow and purple and red, they are really show-offs. Sweet gums might be one you're not as familiar with, so you can look for those out in East Texas, like at Dangerfield State Park. Cottonwoods, they are golden yellow, and you can find those in Caprock Canyons or the Guadalupe River, Paladura Canyon. 
sumacs. We have those out here in the whole country. They are a vivid red, and uh, you can find those also in Dinosaur Valley. Sycamores are the last one that I have here, and they turn bright, bright orange. You can see those at this really special place called Honey Creek at Guadalupe River State Park, or again at Dino Valley. And, you know, any of these state parks that you want to visit, it's really important to know that there are capacity limits in place, and you really need to make an advanced reservation, even if you're just going for the day. But there's a really good aspect to this, Randall, um, that we didn't think about, but my managing editor thought to himself, you know, I really want to go to Lost Maples. It's been a long time, and he signed up, I don't know, maybe a week or so in advance for a day pass, and this year he got to go to Lost Maples, see all the beautiful leaves, not stand in line, not get turned away, not be frustrated. And you can do all this online, right, Louie? We've made it so easy. The online reservation system is just great. You know, it's it's something that we, people have to get used to because they like to just jump in the car and go to the park. But literally, in a few minutes, you can get online, see if there are reservations available, make one, pay for it. And then when you get to the park, you can just go straight in. When we come back, Louie and I will tell you a few more places where you can find that picturesque fall foliage. But first... Support from Toyota allows us to bring you stories from under the Texas sky. Toyota has been a proud sponsor of the Texas Parks and Wildlife Foundation since 2002, providing generous support to help the department provide outdoor programs for Texans and to conserve the wildlife of the Lone Star State. This is Under the Texas Sky's Wanderlist from Texas Parks and Wildlife. I'm Randall Maxwell. Wanderlist is a collaboration with Texas Parks and Wildlife magazine. Editor Louie Bond and I have been talking about the color of fall foliage. She's about to reveal some of the most iconic Texas state parks known for their diversity of color every fall season. And that's where we pick up our conversation. Louie, why don't you take us to some parks across the state? They're known for multiple colors. Well, you know I love being the tour guide here, Randall. So let's start <laughs> in East Texas at the mysterious Caddo Lake. Dark mystery meets a splash of romance. I love everything about Caddo Lake. It's history, it's mystery, and in the fall you get to see all the colors from a canoe as you glide over, you know, these marshy, beautiful, swampy areas. You can see all the colors swirling around you in the water as well. It's just amazingly beautiful. And the bald cypress we talked about earlier, that's what you're going to see here at Caddo Lake. Next, we will head up to Lake Bob Sandlin State Park. This is one of those that you may not think of and you might want to check out for the first time. There's a Lakeview Loop, and you can get that dreamy lake mirror reflection photo or even stop to fish while you're admiring the leaves. There's a pier that has that kind of hazy morning mist where you can get those great sunrise photos that really set off the color. This East Texas park has sumacs, dogwoods, and sassafras. And so you're going to see all those colors while you're looking at hickories, red maples, and sweet gums that show you all those great fall colors next to the famous East Texas evergreen pine trees. You know, those are those are some of the most iconic uh, vegetation in the state. You know, when you drive through there and those towering pines, you just know you're in a different world. The first time I drove my daughter through there, she said, I never knew trees could be this tall. <laughs> They're very impressive. It's kind of like our own California redwoods, you know. These trees are just tremendous. 
East Texas is a whole nother world. If you haven't been there yet, you have to go. It is just a wildlife paradise. What about West Texas, Louie? Well, you know, a great place to go in West Texas is Davis Mountain State Park. Of course, that's in Fort Davis, where every autumn along Olympia Creek, you can see those big yellow cottonwoods, and they look so great against that bright blue Texas sky. You can also drive up to the scenic overlook on Skyline Drive right about sunset, and as the sun sets, it just looks like a golden torch all the way across the valley below you, and it's just gorgeous. Awesome. Well, you can also head up to northeast Texas. You know, you can go up to Dangerfield State Park, and there's a two-and-a-half-mile rustling leaves nature trail. You know that's the place you got to be. You can travel through the Cathedral of Trees along the 80-acre lake and lay out your picnic blanket. And if you're daring, you might want to jump in the water or make leaf angels along the lake shore. That's our Texas version of snow angels, I guess. There's a lot of wildlife and a panoramic overlook of the park up on the Mountain View Trail as well. And you know, one of the most famous parks in Texas, known for its color, is Lost Maple State Natural Area down in Vanderpool. Well, if it's not the most famous year-round, it is certainly the most famous in November every year. I mean, that's all the calls we get is about Lost Maples. It's actually a state natural area. Um, but like the state parks, you really need to get that day pass. But... It is a great place to see fall color in action. Uh, You can bring the kids with you and bring a a tree identification guide and just go crazy because there are all kinds of like the Uvalde Big Tooth Maple. The park's namesake maple trees have survived in this little isolated pocket since the last ice age. Get that, Randall. Wow. The last ice age. Man. Um, And so they turn the deepest red when the temperatures begin to drop. And this always happens, you know, sometime right around Thanksgiving, a little before Thanksgiving. It all kind of depends when that first frost comes. And, you know, you can view all of the fall foliage reports for Lost Mables online at tpwd.texas.gov forward slash Lost Maples. Thanks so much, Louie, for sharing this information. I hope they just get out because no matter where they go, even with no destination in mind, it's a beautiful day for a country drive. We're done wandering for this podcast, but Louis Bond and I, or our executive producer, Cecilia Nasty, will be back with more fascinating things to see and places to explore in the Lone Star State. Before heading to any state park, historic site, or natural area, call ahead or search online for updated admission information. For state parks and natural areas, you can reserve camping sites and day passes online by visiting texasstateparks.org. Also, keep an eye on the Under the Texas Sky Instagram account, which is at Under the TX Sky. We'll use it to notify you of some of the wanderlust subjects we plan to cover and give you a chance to ask questions, some of which we'll answer on the podcast. Under the Texas Sky is a production of Texas Parks and Wildlife. We produce our wanderlust series in partnership with Texas Parks and Wildlife Magazine in the media production studios in Austin, Texas. Yours truly did our sound design. Whitney Bishop does our social media. And we get distribution and web help from Susan Griswold and Benjamin Kaling. 
stream, or download Under the Texas Sky and Under the Texas Sky's Wander List wherever you get your podcasts. And please leave a review while you're there and let us know how we're doing and what you'd like to hear. Until next time, keep on wandering under the Texas sky. I'm Randall Maxwell.